Hey fans, big names are headlining this weekend's UFC event. It's 262 of these they done put on, man. And you get to watch some of your favorites, from Nate Diaz to Michael Chandler. There will be no shortage of action. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, has a heavyweight offer for this weekend's fight with 100 to 1 odds. One fighter will be walking away with the belt. Will you be walking away with some cash? That's the question. Just pick the main event fighter you think will win, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds on that fight. That's right. $1, and you win 100. Throw the 100 down. I mean, come on, think about it. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if MMA is not for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey. I mean, I don't know if we got any hockey fans listening to this. But, hey, you can get that. Baseball, the regular season started. So get in that. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN. When you sign up, turn $1 into $100 when you bet on the main card fighter to win. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code TBPN to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters. It's for a limited time only. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details if you got a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in indiana that's 1-800 with it welcome back new orleans to protecting us podcast it's the unfiltered dunks with your guy dodson covering the new orleans pelicans and saints for forbes and the rest of the nba and some cultural stuff that, that helps promote the city for a site called music movies and hoops Y'all go check us out, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We do a lot of giveaways, stuff like that. Zion rookie cards, you know, and also a lot of interviews with local coaches. And that's what gets me excited. Again, this week is the open runs with Coach Rory and Coach Dumas. Had them on last week for the podcast. Y'all check those episodes out. Lots of good information, both about what they're doing now, what they plan on doing in the future, and what brought them to where they're at today, and all those motivations and, and just the life experiences that, I can't promote it enough because it, it's just that great. And and really, it's the kind of stuff that we're going to need to see from this Pelicans team if we want to want to be in the playoffs anytime soon. But, hey, we're coming back to the open runs this Friday. We're going to do something, uh, another write-up. Some of the players are coming in, some new faces. Going to have to try and hype them up if they ball out. And last week, if you go over to Music, Movies, and Hoops, I, again, I highlighted Coach Rory. who's over at Delgado and Coach Dumas that's over at uh, Crescent City Christian. Uh, This week, I'm looking at players. I'm looking at players, players that should be playing higher up level ball, maybe hadn't got recruited yet because there might be a couple high schoolers that want to jump out there and test themselves. And also looking at, you know, the professional players that are staying fresh, Tyree Griffith, Lamar Peters, uh, Kendall Dykes, they're staying fresh for their next opportunity. I'm also, I, I, I can't forget about my guy Raji Lyons, him, uh, Travell, I think they're going to be great, uh, Lavelle, and, and then Rayshon Mart over at Xavier, those those players I'm looking forward to seeing. If they if they ball out again or if that was a one-time thing, I hadn't got to see any of these players live in action uh, in, in their college and professional careers, 
but I'm hoping to be able to see that soon. And I want to go see how they, they got to that grind and be there for that. And then bring that to you over again at Music Movies and Hoops. But this is the Protecting Us podcast. We're talking Pelicans. The Pelicans had a big weekend. They they really needed to go 2-0. They they went 1-1. One one. They at least kept the, the slim chances alive. But we really need help. We need the Spurs to lose everything. We need Sacramento to lose everything. Well, we need them to win for lotto chances, depending on what you're rooting for. But, look, we got that much-needed win in in Charlotte. But the, the loss in Memphis showed me more. It showed me they had a heart. They went in very, very short-staffed as, as a team. You know, they're missing a lot of players. They're missing Ingram. They're missing Zion. But, look, Najee Marshall is continuing to show that he was well worth the money, worth the commitment. Went in, got 12 points, 11 rebounds. And, I mean, even had a block and three steals. At, look at Hernan Gomez. He's filling in nicely, 18, uh, 15 and 8 with four assists. From your backup big man, you'll take that every night, especially when he can step into a role and keep you competitive with a playoff team. Memphis, let's face it, they are a solid playoff team, as is even under the old rules. They'd still be flirting for a playoff spot way more than the the Pelicans. Their trajectory has been different with John Morant, Brandon Clark, all Triple J, all them guys. They've really turned it around from that grit and grind of the Conley's and the Zach Randolph era and the Gasol's and they've really reformed themselves we need to see that from the Pelicans especially going into next season uh that'll be the midway point for David Griffin's contract to, to run this team basically him Trajan Langan they're, they're starting to see that clock wind down there's going to be more sand in the bottom of the b- bottle than in the top they're going to need to to bring this team to the top instead of residing in the bottom of the standings but I think that's why I like that, that, that team in Memphis that the Pelicans put out. Again, Najee, Hernan Gomez, Billy Willie Willie Wiley Willie. Uh, Nikhil. Nikhil come in and dropped 18 points, three rebounds, six assists, 18 to 16. Two from seven for three, but, hey, he makes one more. Nobody's complaining because he's almost at 50%. You know, that that's just one extra shot that goes down, and they could have been just that much more in the game. Nikhil, however, did not get to the line. Lonzo did not get to the line. No free throw attempts from Nikhil or Lonzo. That's something this team has to fix. However, in the small sample size that was that game in Memphis, we didn't really get any foul calls. No foul calls. We only shot 21 free throws. I mean, you know, Bledsoe had 405. Hernan Gomez had six. Kyra Lewis Jr., he had eight points, two assists, two steals. He's quick as quick as a all get out but he hit both of his free throws uh three three to seven from the field oh two from three but i like his development and growth he's at least willing to try and get to the line it was was again that's due to his quickness but i like to see that from that this team stan van gundy as much as people have called for his head it, that was never going to happen one two you got to be patient with this pelicans team they, again, are missing a lot of players. They have missed them throughout the season. A young team was always going to deal with a pandemic worse than an older team. The same way an older team that just went through a deep run in the playoffs was going to have problems. Look at the Lakers. Look at the Heat. Both finalists. And the Heat are kind of young, too. They're way younger than the Lakers, especially if you take Haslam off the bench, Father Time of Miami. But 
that th- both of those teams are having problems. The Celtics tried to make that deep run last year, and they're falling apart doing due to some you know hard circumstances. That 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 wrist, uh, kind of like the the Zion thing. It could have been a built up injury. It could have been a one time thing where he just got popped. We'll we'll never really know because these players were fighting through so much to get through the season to f- fight for what scraps they could at the end of the playoff experience, even though they wouldn't get but two, three home games max. I mean, let's just face it. If we did squeak in, one, we'd have played both road games in the play-in scenario, and then we'd have been the eighth seed playing on the road, coming back. Maybe take a game, but a gentleman sweep of four and one was the most likely outcome should we squeak into the – that just that's just how, how it – look at how it was going to play out. Have some patience with this team. We still have a lot that we can build off of. We have a lot of draft picks. I think going into the offseason, following David Griffin, follow the money, being the Lester Freeman of the New Orleans Pelicans beat, and seeing how he leveraged for the most he could get out of Los Angeles instead of dealing with the Celtics, who, the more and more you hear about it, they, they just don't like parting with those draft picks. They're waiting. Danny Ainge is really waiting for the most perfect scenario, which he may never get. The perfect, perfect, perfect woman Never coming along for me, but everybody, no matter man, woman, or whatever, there's gonna be some flaws in any sort of deal or relationship. You're just gonna to have to take the best you can get, and it seems like the Celtics didn't want to give up enough to get Davis for a rental. Obviously, the Lakers matched that or exceeded it, and we have what we have today. Drew Holiday, Milwaukee Bucks needed to keep Anadokounmpo more than anything, so they made that trade, and then. They got to keep Anacumpo, and now they might make the finals, and that was perfect. But they were the most desperate team; uh, they had the most assets. Griffin used all that leverage to extract what he could. There is one more move coming. I believe it. There's no way they're going to wait for all of these draft picks to to wait themselves out and see what they become. When this is Zion's timeline, it's a little bit different than the Celtics and with, with their chase for AD or. You should really go back and look at Griffin with LeBron James in Cleveland. If the move can be made to support a generational all-star, which is a true one-of-one, one, which is Zion. If you're, if, if you're one-of-one, if you only have one name, Shaq, AI, that's one name. It stands for two things, but AI is one name. Kobe, Jordan, Zion, LeBron, I mean Giannis, Kyrie. KD, you know, I think the initials again stand for one. Steph, if you can go by one name and you are that one of one, you can demand the team make trades to support your competitive efforts and your championship chase as much as possible. David Griffin risked very much not being here in New Orleans for the end of Zion's career in New Orleans, whether it be he retire here and never play in another jersey or if he eventually takes the AD route or the Chris Paul route. That is the reality. So he has to chase the front end of the opportunity, which is Zion's rookie deal. When LeBron signed and come back to Cleveland, Griffin had a plan that revolved around not having LeBron initially when he got the job. Yes, it was a possibility, but he didn't know it. It actually happened. He, the lottery happened for him to, to hit Zion. He's not going to keep rolling the dice and hitting the perfect spot. He's going to have to seize an opportunity and get one more leveraged move in so he can then retain a core, 
can wait another year on Zion's deal, see how it goes, make another move, and then pay the luxury tax in, in a meaningful way. I mean, sure, a couple million here or there, fine. But there's going to be a time where to compete in the NBA, he's going to have to approach ownership and say, historically, going back to uh, the Pistons that upset those Lakers, you're going to have to pay a luxury tax bill of more than just, say, a mid-level exception, $9 million. You're going to have to go $15, $20, 30000000 million into the luxury tax if you really want to ensure that your championship superstar has a chance and wants to stay. Milwaukee, I think, took learned that lesson. That's why they went out and got Drew, got the extensions done. They're, they're paying to win now because both of those contracts are just going to get worse. Uh, uh, harder to sign, tougher to keep, everything we we can associate with that. But to go back to the Pelicans, again, they're going to have to make one more move. I think that's why they're building this this next year's team from the ground up, the signing of Najee Marshall. the uh, Hernan Gomez, I think they should retain if, if possible. You've got Nikhil growing back, and that's why they brought him back to see his growth. you got Lewis Jr. showing all right. We Jackson Hayes. Let's speak on Jackson Hayes for a minute. Eight of eleven in that win at Charlotte, which is a nail biter. But Jackson Hayes has been showing range where he can step out and hit a three. This is ridiculous. I'm so glad I have over a hundred and something Jackson Hayes rookie cards because that's gonna pay off one day. Jackson Hayes is gonna pay off one day for this team. And those are a lot of low cost assets that this team can retain and knows will keep them at a certain level during the grind slog of the regular season, which next year will most likely go back up to the 82 games pending, you know, a, a drastic setback in this pandemic, which I, uh, everybody stay safe out there. Do what you can to do. Get your shots if you want to get your shots. Wear your mask because if even if you don't believe in it, it's respectful to other people. You never know what other people are, want, are going through, what their family's like. You, we've seen it with Carl Anthony Towns. Just please, again, be respectful of all just the hell of all mankind. Let's just try and be nicer to people at some point. Because, hey, that's one way to protect a nest. So, Jackson Hayes, 8 of 11. Lake looking great. But we're going to need him to step up in a big way to help to help Lonzo, to help Nikhil, to help Eric Bledsoe, who had a pretty good... He, he had a redeeming game in Charlotte. He sli- It was a slight effort towards redemption so that Pelicans fans just don't loathe his name which I think is a bit unwarranted. Look at how, what he went through to get to New Orleans. Uh, I mean, he could be playing for a championship right now. Of course, his mind might have been other places during the season. His whole family, everything was spread out. A trip to New Orleans to play these, this season was not in the cards for him a year ago. And a transition phase is, is natural for everybody in any kind of job, no matter uh, if you make the decision to move and relocate or not. So let's give him some some leeway let's give him some credit for seeing this thing out like a professional especially after he owned up to his mistake and not paying attention in that last huddle against the Knicks but looking forward Pelicans don't hold their fate in their hands but they can get to the play and they have to go 3-0 Dallas tomorrow Golden State and then they're back home against the Lakers and here's the problem here's why I don't think the Pelicans will make the play in those are three teams all trying to one better records, all in the playoffs as of today. 
They all have Hall of Fame coaches, not to say Stan Van Gundy won't eventually pad his credentials to the point where he is a Hall of Fame coach as well as media member. But those guys have rings. They have they have the better talent. They have the rosters that aren't as injured. They got it coming back from injury. Luka, you know, uh, technical fouls and all, that, that Dallas team's still a squad. Golden State, they've got Curry. They got Steph. Lakers, you know, AD's going to come back home. And if the Pelicans have any shot, any shot at making the playoffs that day, uh, I expect AD to come out for the most fired-up game he's ever played in New Orleans. And that's just the way I see it happening. So, Pelicans fans, it's been a quick 15, 20 minutes. I hope you all get over to DraftKings, download that app. TBPN is the code. It's the Basketball Podcast Network. This is Protect the Nest, Unfiltered Dunks with Dotson. If y'all could, uh, go check out those those interviews with Coach Rory Poplin and, and Coach Sean Dumas. Uh, very worthwhile, very good things that they're doing. Start building the statues. They should have courts named after them. Some of the best coaches I've run across in my 37 years uh, on this planet and been playing sports since I was four. I, I, I can't speak highly enough, uh, enough of what I've seen from the outside and then getting a few looks on the inside, getting to see these open runs. It, it, the the respect and admiration that players from Pee Wee all the way up to professional have for these guys is just a it, it's just paramount to what what's paramount to the positivity and the culture being built with basketball in this city. So please go check them out, check out the podcast, and give us a five star review. So stay safe, go enjoy some of the sunshine. See you next time, Pelicans fans.